Hello, my beautiful beanies, and welcome to The Bean for Thursday. First with yesterday's news, I am Glenn ZB. We're looking back at Wednesday. Um, have we got a shortage of drugs in this country? And if we do, is it good that uh, we're finally starting to grow our own medicinal marijuana? Uh, is working 9 to 5 uh, ancient history? And is handwriting even more ancient history? But before any of that, this drink driver has really got Andrew Dickens uh, riled up. Here's the kicker. This is the fact that will really get you. He's also killed four people drunk driving. He has killed four people drunk driving two different crashes. He is a bad egg when it comes to drink driving. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and it turns out that one of Andrew's listeners knows this guy. I know Gavin Hawthorne. Um, he's an oxygen thief. Uh, there was a program dedicated to him, uh, Nigel Latter, did yeah. Beyond the Darklands, uh, about his family. Um, and to his family upbringing and, and what have you. And uh, it makes pretty sad reading, but the, the upshot is that uh, he will never seek help anyway. He's, he's beyond help. Uh, he's an alcoholic that will never seek treatment. He'll always, always find a car to drive. Hmm. He will always be a menace to society. And it's not a question of if he will drive drunk again, it's when he will drive drunk again. He cannot learn, he cannot see the errors he doesn't see anything that's going on. He gets drunk and just he does whatever he wants, whenever he wants. And I can actually smell the softness of this judge. I can smell it. He's just soft. How do you know, Gavin? Um, I have met him once and I know the family um, through... and. There's some good people in the family uh, through uh, marriage to a friend of mine. Okay. So um, I've, I've known him for over 30 years. Is he the black sheep of the family or is it a common Absolutely. factor? Huh? Absolutely. No, there's not, not much commonality in the whole thing. All right, bit of a... Uh Bit of a dark start, but you can't say you're not informed there. You've got all the information on this guy now. Uh, let's uh, keep keep it on substances. Uh, it's not really much of a segue, to be honest. Uh, apparently we can't get the drugs we need, uh, the, the, you know, the actual good ones that are supposed to help us. So what products are in short supply at the moment? I think the main one in short supply, as you've mentioned, um, is paracetamol because it's um, causing us all sorts of problems because it affects so much of our um, population. Yeah, so you just can't get any or short supply? Uh, so since the start of this month, um, we've been on ration stock uh, where our wholesalers are limiting the amount that they're sending to pharmacies and it is a nationwide issue um, and they're just trying to preserve what stocks that they have in New Zealand so basically we don't run out. Yeah, um, yeah I've never heard of sort of a very widely used tablet, if not the most widely used tablet, being in sh- such short supply. Is paracetamol usually on prescription, is it, uh, Melina? No, you can buy it, but it's fully funded on prescription, um, and it's you know it's a good pain reliever, um, and people shouldn't have to you know go to other avenues to buy it. Um, yeah, but it, it's in short supply at the moment. But you do have uh, enough uh, for sale retail price um, in your shop, do you? 
We do, um, and at the moment, um, just to clarify, we, we haven't run out of paracetamol tablets. Pharmax put in a whole lot of restrictions in place on our dispensing so that we're um, supplying customers with limited supplies mm. to preserve our, our stock holdings so people can get the fully funded one and they're not penalised um, and having to pay for it. So the obvious answer here is medicinal marijuana? Is that what the obvious answer is? What about just recreational stuff? Are they are they finding it illegalise it? Uh, Andrew Little seems keen. If you were voting tomorrow, which way would you vote on a cannabis referendum? Now, I'd clarify the question. It's about decriminalising it. So people who want to grow their own, smoke a bit themselves for their own use, not commercial... You know, not having the big um, warehouses sort of selling it and adverts on TV and all that, but the decriminalisation of it, stopping prosecutions of people and allowing people to access it if they want to. What, which way would you vote? Really simple. Well, actually, you know what? It actually isn't that simple because the definition of the question is always complicated. But the, the idea behind the question is simple. Would you vote to liberalise our cannabis laws or remain the same? I think I would vote to liberalise them. I'm pretty sure I would. I'm aware that I can have a conservative impulse in the voting booth, but I would vote to liberalise them. Boom. Done. Second question. If that referendum is to be held, should it be binding? If they manage to come up with a clear question on whether we should liberalise our laws around cannabis... Should the results of that referendum essentially be binding? I mean, so we can look at the the Brexit hasn't been that simple for them, but the simple question was in or out. And that's what people voted on. So let's say cannabis, liberalise or not? And should it be binding? And thirdly, okay, focus, remember, yep. Which way will it go? Um... Surely, what the I, I hate non-binding referenda. What? There's no point in having one if it's not binding. Don't have it if you're not going to act on it. So dumb. Uh, so is working nine to five. But nobody does that anymore, do they? Attitudes are still lagging woefully behind. People tend to think a flexi worker or part-timer must be so because of parenting issues. Most think it'd be mums filling out those statistics, juggling careers with childcare issues, but not so. More and more people just appreciate a work-life balance. Some want to manage a job and a side hustle. Some just want less stress in their life. We've come a long way from the days of our grandparents, haven't we, where you had a job for life and you worked hard all week at it and you didn't dare put your head above the parapet to mention such things as work-life balance. Whereas these days, not only do we expect it, we're more likely to look for a job that'll give it to us. We also expect the reaction of bosses when we utter those words to nod and congratulate us for looking to live a well-balanced life. Surely most employers by now have figured out that happy employees are better than stretched, overworked, miserable ones. At the start of this year, New Zealand Trust Company Perpetual Guardian, they trialled a four-day working week uh, while paying their employees for five days. And after the successful trial, they made that the new norm. Not only that, they cited reduced stress levels in staff, employees' perceptions of workload improved, and productivity went up 20%. 
Turns out if you're only at work four days a week, you're less likely to spend the bulk of your day surfing the net. So no, a four-day week doesn't work for every employer or employee, I know that, but there are creative ways of adding some flexibility into your schedule. One company I know of decreed stand-up meetings only. The thinking being, if people had to stand for the meeting, it would most likely keep it brief and to the point, rather than lengthy go-nowhere meetings with people sitting on their bums bored witless for hours on end. Some employers are flexible around a late start one day a week or an early departure. Some weeks are easier to ease up on than others. But we'd be well served to lose the psychology around flexi time, being people cutting corners or just mums. Often it's just the opposite. Time to study, time to exercise, time to pursue something creative. The sooner we ditch the nine to five mindset and embrace a more balanced approach, the better off we'll all be. So I'm working an extra half hour every day next year. If you know about this, Mike Hosking Breakfast is going from six till nine. Um, so yeah, a massive three-hour day for me there. Of course, I'm, I'm recording this at uh, five to five in the morning. So, as as you can tell, those that's slightly misleading. As you may have suspected, <laughs> we'll finish up here. Uh, with a bit of latent moaning about the state of handwriting these days. Somebody made a mention the other day about um, about kids and writing these days. About how they this is on the program about how they're not um, they're not taught how to write anymore. They're just not, at least not properly. And made mention of um, you know how how kids now just clutch pens in a fist, don't know how to hold them. I mean, I've got a, I've got a kid. I'll be blunt with you. I've got a kid who's, who's been right through the, right through the very best education system this country can supply, and his writing is crap, and it, it really, really frustrates me. Now, I know that computers play a big part in people's lives now, but so does writing. Writing is incredibly important, incredibly important for a whole raft of reasons. Last night on television, we're watching, uh, watching the news and there is something on exams and there are kids clutching their pens like it's a knife and they're going to stab a stake or something similar. And the writing, of course, will be crap. Why is it so? As the professor used to ask, why is it so? And the answer is because the education system falls into that same four-letter well, no, it's, it's, they shouldn't be doing exams with writing. I never write, um, and I manage to function in life pretty well. The only time I ever have to actually write is in uh, greeting cards, birthday cards, etc. And, um, and I, yeah, admittedly, I spell everything wrong, and it's completely illegible, but, you know, it's the thought that counts. And I don't really think it's worth... Uh, having extra writing lessons at school just so I can make sense in a greeting card, is it? I am Glenn ZB. Why don't, why can't we just digitally write in the greeting card? When's that technology coming? I am Glenn ZB. Uh, that has been News Talk ZB for Thursday. I'll see you back here again tomorrow. You don't have to write anything, you just subscribe.